law to a place of the unknown, a place shrouded in darkness in the dark recesses of your mind. Welcome to Dem Fancy's Dark Zone. Hello and you're listening to Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, the shit talking podcast for movies, TV shows and pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, and uh, today we have Nerdy <laughs> Nick. How you going? Good. Hello. Hey, man. And we also have Nick. Actually, hey, I should introduce you first. <laughs> there. Shut up. I know, I know. I went straight to Nerdy Nick. I'll go fuck myself. And uh, we have a special guest on Dead Fancy Dinosaurs today. We have Constantine Goliath. I, I, I don't know why I said Constantine. Goliath. <laughs> yeah, you're out of me, Kyle. That's my hand. Oh, Jillian? He dogs me. <laughs> Jillian? He dogs me. Jack. Yeah. Um, um, it's actually okay. his second guest appearance on this show. Uh, the first time. Third. I think it's third. Have you been on? I think it's two. Oh, okay. The only yeah, other one I've been on four. was talking about Kingdom Welcome back. Hearts. Yeah, welcome <laughs> back. <laughs> it's Thank been a while. You. Yes, it has. Yes, but uh, Costa is a um, a manga aficionado. <laughs> Enthusiast. He's <laughs> an intelligent person. Person that reads manga. I don't know. You were looking yeah. for every other adjective other than nerd. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> Not a <bad>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week we're doing horror in anime, manga, and other cartoons. Oh, yes. not spooky. Um, yeah. Uh, terrifying. Too much spooks. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I want to start off by um, talking about this. Um, actually, sh- um, before that, should we talk about anything else that happened throughout the week? Anything scary or spooky you've seen? No, uh, no, not really. I just watched the entire Halloween series. What did you watch, sorry, Nick? The entire Halloween series. Oh, okay, yep. You're going to do like an anthology of that or something? Talk about it? Yeah. Yes, eventually. There's too, there's too many movies in that. <laughs> uh, there's, <laughs> a, there's a manga called Scumbag Loser. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just checking out manga? List Specifically right ho- horror ones that I've read before. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say about how, um, yeah, I recently discovered this guy named Junji Ito and his manga work and how it was adapted to an anime. Um, so this guy, Junji, his stuff is, oh, how can I describe it? It, his work more of, it, it's like an anthology work. There's no, um, in in the manga that he releases, there's no connecting stories or anything like that. But they're all very short, like a few chapters long, but they're terrifyingly, terrifying, creepy serialism. They're just fucked up. Um, one of the creepier ones that stuck with me was I can't remember what uh the title of it but it was about um it, all his work works more about the psyche of the person right um there's this one where all of a sudden these balloons start appearing all around the world right and these balloons have a face on them and every single balloon has a face of a person on the planet right Now, the balloons seek out the person's face that are on it, and they hang you. They kill you. These balloons are super smart. They go through... They they trick people into uh, going outside so they can hang them. What eventually happens is that they try to kill the balloons so they can stop, you know, hanging people. But when when they destroy the balloon, the person's face that it corresponds with dies so it is this apocalyptic scenario where it's a lose-lose they cannot win (laughs) so people have to stay inside and eventually they start starving to death (laughs) oh so it's like a non-shit version of us yeah (laughs) they don't know where these balloons came from they just appeared one day and people are too terrified to go outside because they'll be hanged by the balloons 
eventually there's only one person left on the planet. Cool. <laughs> I think it's actually just Japan. But then the yeah. balloon starts spreading all around the world. <laughs> but one it, of my um, favorite ones is um, the Enigma of Amigara Fault. That is the one where it is infamously image cap of a person taking all his clothes off going, this is my hole. I have to go into it. It's my hole. <laughs> so, yeah, basically it's a cliffside where basically there's holes in the walls and basically yeah. people keep going into it and somehow will get really, really compressed into like this hideous abomination. Yeah, no, the, yeah, that one is these holes start to appear in this mountain and for some reason people are just drawn into them and every hole is is perfectly shaped for the individual it was made for. And as soon as you step into the hole, you can't actually walk backwards. It, yeah. It's made in a way that as soon as you walk in, that's it, you're stuck and you can only go forward. But yeah. it just keeps compressing more and more and more. And it's that is that is terrifyingly claustrophobic. Yeah. Like he always has these particular themes in his uh horrors. Like that one's very claustrophobic. The other one that I was talking about with the balloons, that's um what are those oh, people that, no, the, oh, what are those people that are afraid to go outside? They're like afraid yeah, of agoraphobic. Open, yeah. Agoraphobic. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's based on that. There's this other one that um I can't remember what it was called either. That it's it turns the horror genre completely on its head because in in horror movies or anything like that, there's one thing, there's one theme that sticks with me. It's always safer to be together, right? You're always safer in a group, but yep. in this one story that Junji Ito wrote. Um, a killer is going around killing groups of people. And so it's actually terrifying to be with other people <laughs> and just some of the, the actual intricate works, how detailed he makes them. Um, in this one story, uh, all of a sudden people wake up um, these days and it's Christmas or something and... There are just these all these bodies stitched together around Christmas trees, like fifty people, and the thing is, they all look like they were happy doing it. It's <laughs> just <laughs> freaky. So, eventually, in this town, it, people are terrified to walk the streets together because only groups of people go missing. Just imagine that—a world where you're terrified to walk with somebody because if you do, you might get killed. <laughs> Well, that's like this mm. other one that's uh, it's like some cannibal thing where they get a message and one person's infected and has to, like, kill another person from the group. So What's that one? Um, it's called, like, a Tokyo uh, cannibal or something like that. Cannibal something. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was... I'm trying to find it, but... Yeah, it was just messed up in that it um, they had to eat like certain body parts, and it's just like, oh, I'll die. It's just like one of those really gory ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I just also but, want to mention with uh, Junji Ito, right? Um, the Junji Ito anime collection isn't as strong as the manga there's just something about when you're reading it and you're turning the pages and it you're kind of like you know something is coming and every time you turn a page or like click to because you're you're really I, I generally read all my manga online every time i'll click into the next page it just there's this fear that comes <sighs> over me i'm like i want to see what happens next but it's just terrifying but I didn't get that same kind of feeling while watching the anime. If that makes well, sense. Well, that's a cause. Cool, oh yeah, it makes well, it does sense when it comes to like audio issues and everything. Yeah, and the audio issues, the animation doesn't yeah. feel as good as strong as the uh, comic. Yeah, and also like when you look at the comics as well, the um his art is amazing. There is no detailed sped. Like he is just he's a beautiful um designer. But the anime, for some reason for me, just wasn't as 
terrifying. It was freaky, of course, but it just definitely wasn't as terrifying. Well, I guess that all comes mm-hmm. down to sometimes that, um, you know, I, I understand that it's a manga, but, you know, the book is usually more scary. And even though the images are laid out for you, unlike the anime, the images are dead to you. So your imagination kind of takes over each time. Yep. So you can imagine the rest of the scene that's going on around it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. like, the book will expand outside your own capability. Yeah. So it, it sounds like he's very Lovecraftian and very influenced by uh, the inner psyche of the human soul and spirit. Oh, yeah. And our greatest fears is internal, not external. Yeah. Yeah, def- oh, definitely. Oh, holy crap. He's definitely inspired by Lovecraft. Uh, um. Well, if he's not, like, holy crap, he's just got, <laughs> he's got a same kind of fucked up mind as Lovecraft. He's the new, <laughs> but no casual racism. Different time, man. Different time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, yeah, it's, back it was, then it was, it was casual conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell, tell me more, actually. This is really interesting. Um, just um, about so- Junji? Yeah, so basically, you've you've told me about the balloon one. So he kind of works off not just uh, phobias and fears, but it seems like yeah. it kind of takes you to a, a mind space. So is it is each manga fully like a full, you know, um, thick print? Like, is it a full story? Um, or is- yeah, I, well, I I don't actually know about the actual manga. I've just been reading them online. Oh yeah. So, um, but they are very short stories. There, um, each one isn't. It's only like, I don't know, not many chapters at all, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like an anthology series. I yes. Guess, yes. Definitely. And the anime is single episodes, is it? Yeah. Um, different stories? No, no, no. no. So some of the animes are like, some uh, the animes um, will only go for, uh, they'll be like 22 minutes, but it'll have two, two of his stories in them because they're that short. See, I think that's amazing. I think if you can get your point across and scare someone in 22 yeah. minutes twice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, you're a talented human. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, like there's this other one that um oh about these um this guy he just moved into a property and uh him and his mother are going around uh introducing themselves to everybody in the neighborhood, but <clears throat> their next door neighbor the house they go there and nobody answers and they notice that there are no windows on the house but there is one window on the side that is looking towards the uh boys room right he's like oh okay this is a weird house it's uh whatever and they find out that the people that live there or whatever um uh that they're not very talkative to anybody in the population right so what what happens later that night is the boy's asleep and he hears something, right? He hears this woman's <clears> voice and she calls out to him and he's like and she says, Young man, young man, I saw you today at my house. How mm. are you going today, young man? You're very handsome. And he opens the door as this fucking creepy ass looking monster of a woman talking to him. He's just like, What the fuck are you? And he goes and tells his parents, and they come in, and she's gone. And then the next night, he's like, okay, I'm just going to ignore the fuck out of this bitch, right? (laughs) And she's like, young man, you didn't come over to my house. Oh, well, she asked him to come over. Um, (laughs) And she's like, you didn't come over to my house when I asked you to, young man. It's okay. I'm going to come over to uh, to yours. I'm going to come over right now. And he's like, the fuck? And he opens the window, and she's trying to get across with this um with this pole and he just grabs a pole and throws it down and he's freaking the hell out <laughs> and it 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 eventually ends with her room like the very next night or something starts to the entire house starts to grow towards his room and it just kind of ends. <laughs> oh, that made me kind of scared just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, you should see the image of the woman. It will freak you the fuck out. I don't think oh I want God. to. <laughs> Not this late. It's, it seems too scary. <laughs> um, so, um, Nick and Golion, have you had any experiences with the uh, Jinju Ito as well? Ito, sorry. 
Yeah, we just discussed uh, one of my favorite ones before. Um, I agree with what Carl says about it as well. The anime, it misses the impact of yep. the the of the scare. Because like I said, as you explained before, Nico, with the imagination part, the imagination part will always carry it a lot more, but you really need very strong visual design to carry it. And that's what the yes. uh, Junji is very, very, very talented at. Like Ooh. on a realism, like close to paranormal realism. Yeah. Um, there's this one story that's not really um, anything to do with like supernatural or anything, but it's just a fucking mindfuck one. Uh, this girl is um, she she's in this abusive family. Her brother's very abusive to her. I think her father is as well. I can't remember it clearly, but uh, they own a restaurant and they this restaurant gets this new meat. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's a new secret meat, by the way. I wonder if you can guess what it is. <laughs> um, but people seem to love the shit out of it. It tastes a lot like pork, <laughs> but it's not pork. Um, Soylent green. Is, yeah, it's painful. <laughs> it's painful. Throughout the house, it is so muggy and oily. Like the the girl can't stand it. She's like, "Oh, this is fucking the worst." And her brother is physically abusive to her, and her father's a cunt. And there's this one scene. It's supposedly pretty infamous where he forces her to the ground, right? And he's talking about like how ugly or something like he is, right? And he grabs his face and he just smushes his face together over hers and. All the pimples on his face just pop and it just <laughs> oozes out all over her. And she's screaming her head off. And it's just the most disgusting scene I've ever seen. And you see all the pimples on his face popping. And it's just, <laughs> oh, my God. It's oozing like a tap. All the pus coming out of him. You just changed my fear into a kind of bit of delight here, Kyle. Um <laughs> You kind of just changed, changed. You started scary, right? And then you kind of started to move into erotic territory for me. <laughs> and I, I, I slowly began to get a bit excited. I tell you what. I tell you what. I am going to send you the image of it on Facebook Messenger. And you, you, send, you tell send, me if it's actually. Send, send it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to send it to you. Right? <laughs> it's yeah. just like I need a minute. All right. Yeah. Do you need a minute, Nico? I I need like a hot minute with me <laughs> and my underwear. Do you see that? Oh my god! It kind of reminds me of Akira ish. He looks like Tetsuo squeezing his pimples. Yeah, That's yeah, seriously disgusting. But I can't look away. <laughs> like when I turn to that on the the thing, I'm just like, the fuck is this? <laughs> okay, so just for everyone playing at home. Um, he's saying, let it rain grease. <laughs> Crater face is erupting, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and there is just these thin noodle-looking portions of pus coming you see, out. Do you see all the pimples on his face, Poppy? Like, it, it, uh, like I said, he spares no detail. <laughs> <laughs> of course I can see them. It's everything on this frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to make this my background picture. that is a pretty horrifying story because it all it all it's all about an abusive family towards a young girl and like i said it's all about the mind fuck uh the 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 situations you put in how real they could possibly be and how people act to them yeah it's just fucked up (laughs) I love it. I yeah. Love what it. about you, Costa? Have you read much of his work or anything? Uh, I used to read his work. Uh, I used to borrow it from the library and used to read the books. Um, I remember they were like really creepy and um, lots of surrealist imagery, but I haven't read, uh, like, and I've seen the anime, but I haven't read um, much in a while, so I don't, mm. it doesn't like. I don't get. Uh, I can't remember full stories and stuff of it anymore. What kind of cool library did you have? Had like one cool with shit. manga, one yeah. with Junji Ito in it. <laughs> Had the garbage library. <laughs> I used to borrow movies. I used to borrow manga. It was it was the shit. The <laughs> libraries were cool. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Now I have video libraries on, like, you know, Netflix and shit, so... <laughs> I was about to say, you don't borrow them, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Video libraries. <laughs> DVD I could schools. still go to my library and borrow some DVDs. I'm yeah. sure. Could you? <laughs> this is a dying Blu-rays thing. Blu-rays or some shit. <laughs> you just download the Blu-ray these days. Yeah, it can actually. A good dumb. thing to do at libraries actually is they loan out audiobooks that Audible usually charges like fifty bucks for. So yeah, libraries. Yeah, some well, libraries yeah. have adapted good. Like that's a smart idea. What? What? And like they yeah. loan out uh, keys for audiobooks that have like a an X amount of time on them. Oh, yeah, okay. That that's would be good. Good. I wonder if you can borrow online doing that. Well, they should. They should. They should have like a Netflix kind of audiobook thing. That's called YouTube. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like Audible is also that. But you got to pay so much, and you got to pay a subscription. It's it's fucking garbage. You have to thing. pay a subscription for Audible, and then pay for each book. So. Yeah. Mm. It's garbage. <laughs> the trash water of society. Paying twice. Yeah, I just sent you another image, Nick. By the way, for the Junji Ito. Oh, oh cool! Thing. He's playing at home. He's like, who's getting people's pop now? How do you like your the, new the home, one. dear boy? Yeah, I said the <laughs> woman, woman. Well, this night, dear <laughs> boy, I'm going to make this the image for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like creepy that, that one's Frankenstein looking well. woman. Like, yeah, the woman next door. One oh just, just window next door just fucking freaks the shit out of me all the time. Do all these characters have oh, like serious pimple it. problems? They need to like it's it's called fucking moisturizer, guys. Washing your face. Yeah, but you don't you don't want that to happen, okay? All the material all your material would go from the world then. Yeah, no, I still got Dr. Pimple Popper on YouTube, so I'm okay. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's Jinju Ito. So yes. in a nutshell, how would you rate his kind of... Oh, I would rate his work fairly high. Definitely not safe for children. <laughs> Everything we're going to be talking about is not going to be so safe for work, children or work. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like God tier. Oh, yeah, manga. don't come complain to us. We're being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like I said, if you like that, um, if you're really into um, the whole, not just being scared, but that eerie, terrifying feeling you get <laughs> while watching a really good horror movie, that's Junji Ito. Um, I don't particularly like being scared, but oh, pardon me. Um, Junji Ito work, it works differently because it's not shock. I, I feel like it's not like, huh, you know, thing of horror where jump scares and stuff. That's what I don't like. I don't like jump scares. I no, like, jump scares are lame. Yeah, they are. They, they, they annoy the hell out of me. Cheap I like point. to actually be yeah. scared. <clears throat> That's you want a slow the, burn. You want yes. a slow burn. That's something that makes you think about it. Yeah. I kind of, I'm kind of likening... Uh, Jinju Ito to... Uh, did you ever watch Gerald's Game? Any of you guys? Uh, no, what's that? Uh, basically, How do you spell it? Now, Gerald's Game. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a live-action movie. Um, it's on Netflix. Stephen King. So, basically, a girl and her husband go away, and uh, he handcuffs her to the bed, and it's like a really sturdy oak bed. And oh, yeah, that one. Then yes. she has a, he has a heart attack, right? <laughs> Yeah, I remember Okay, that. so over the whole period, you know, you've got this kind of, you know, you think it's a vision kind of seeing this person off in the distance watching her every now and then. But at the very end, yeah. you find out that that person was real. <laughs> and he was just watching her every now and then. And he, and that, that stuck with me for like days afterwards. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. That's that's the feeling that I get from uh, Junji Ito, Gerald's Game, like from that movie. That was a fucking terrifying movie. Cause what would you like? What would you do in that situation? Yeah. She was handcuffed to a bed. Fucking, how many? Fucking, how far away from civilization? She screamed her lungs out. Her husband was dead on the floor, and it was just the worst situation ever. 
She ended up cutting her fucking hand off, and that was graphic as shit. Oh, I know, right? She just pulled her hand through. The, oh, 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 that part. And that, oh. there was no jump scares in that. It was, jump scares. No. it was just terrifying. Yeah, it was a slow burn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's so, slow burn really, horrors are the best. Yeah, I really like Gerald's game. Mm. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, those and, are oh, my kind of horror films. What's the name? Um, <laughs> the woman in it. Oh, the chick from Weeds. I don't. It's chick from Weeds. No, is the actress? No, I don't, I don't think she was doing Carla. Uh, Gudino. Gudino. <laughs> I always get her. Yeah, no, it's, she was in other things. So where is she? Carla Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. She she's was in Sin City, fine. San Andreas. She was in Watchmen. Yep. She's damn fine. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. So that's the feeling that you get when you watch Junji Itoniko. Yes. I. That slow burn horror. Yes. I love it. Or I read it, him at least. Or read his stuff at least. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, should we duck in the promo zone before we talk about some more stuff, or um, should we keep talking? No, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, a little bit more. Um, Costa and Nick, what are your guys' recommendations for another manga or anime? Nick's right. picks. Well, I'm going to speak out for this one, The Promised Neverland. Oh, nice. See, I, I watched uh, The Promised Neverland, some of it, and it was pretty scary. Yeah. So basically, The Promised Neverland is sets out that these children live in an orphanage. It's the most perfect orphanage ever. Like, it's out in the countryside, and they get to freely roam and everything. And suddenly, when every child turns about, is it 12 or 14? I think it's um, depending on their mental, like, how far mentally along with them, like, along they are. So if yeah, they start they're doing co- the tests, then they get, like, shipped off earlier. But I think 13's the oldest that they can get. Yeah, so basically what they do is these kids go through enormous amounts of tests. So they're very, very super smart kids since, like, childbirth and everything raised to be like this because they are raised because humans have made an agreement with monsters on the outside world that we will farm humans for the monsters. And the children that are most educated are the most delicious. <laughs> yep and so basically they find out about this and they plan to escape out into a world that they have no idea what it's like outside their wall mm-hmm. all they know is that demons are ruling the um, the world currently and they're like part of the farm yep so uh, for it. a little bit of context Nico it, yeah it starts off uh, there are three main characters, and they're probably the smartest kids that are there. And they they stumble across one of the girls. One of the younger girls um, said she um, the caretaker says that she was adopted, right? And so they take her to be adopted. But some of the kids there, they're like, <clears throat> "Oh shit, she left her toy there. We should go bring it to her before she leaves." So then they run off and they try to bring her this toy. But then they see the girl being put into like a truck or something. No, they are. Uh, they get to the part, like the edge of the orphanage, the edge of the property on the orphanage, right? And they jump this fence and they uh, sneak in, and then they see this monster thing, and they're like, "The fuck is going on?" And they just kind of stumble along it across this monster, and the little girl that they brought the um the uh, the doll for, she's been murdered she's in the back of this truck she was killed and what was she being eaten i can't remember she's nah, been preserved she being yeah. yeah that's right um so they discover that and then they go back and they're like what the fuck do we do do we tell the other children or not and they decide not to tell the other children because it'll just freak him out and then shit might happen then they decide oh um these two that went off to uh give the that little girl back her um doll they're the they're two of the oldest i think they're 13 and uh um, just before they're going to reach um, 13. 13. So, they're 12. so they're the oldest of the yeah, but they're also they're the smartest and yeah. they're like we need to escape we have to run away um 
but what are we going to do about the other kids? And they need to decide whether or not to take them with them because the kids range from like 12 to four years old. How are they supposed to escape this place where (coughs) when you get to the edge, the walls are fucking 30 feet high. So they need to figure out. And then when they, um, uh, eventually they, they make a plan to climb over the wall, but then there's a fucking canyon, uh, a a canyon that's like, you can't see the bottom of, and the canyon's like 30 feet wide. And so they got to make a plan to get all the kids up the wall and over the canyon. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Eventually they do figure it out, but then they get onto the outside and that's where I'm up to. I'm not sure if it's gone any further than that. It it's and, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. The anime goes up to that. Now we're going to. Yeah. They're doing it seasonal. Hope they are, which is thank goodness they are. Yep. So what actually uh, happens beyond that? Okay. Um, There'll so be what will spoilers, happen? Spoilers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers are okay. Okay, spoilers. If yeah, anyone spoilers. doesn't want to learn, who hasn't only seen the anime, this is a good time to not listen for like a little short segment. If you're really All interested, right. yeah, give us about I don't know. 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so break it out is the kids' first time experiencing out in the real world, which means it's the first time they've seen what the nature is like, the giant, and it's a completely alien-like world to them. Like, trees are larger, lots of larger creatures and tracks they've never seen before, and they actually come across wild monsters that just try to eat them on sight and everything. Because um, everything they, tra- they had before, of like the outside or anything was like, um, the world, what it used to be like, and you know what they would expect out there. There's no like information about yeah what the world looks like now or I'm, what kind of world they're in. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say a lot of the kids die really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that actually doesn't happen. Bullshit. <laughs> no way. Okay, <sighs> go. Continue, guys. Well, yeah, well, it continues on that they eventually come to a bunker um, where they find out they run into another survivor from the outside world as well, but he's more of an older, like, young, uh, older teenager, young adult, mm-hmm. guessing. Um, and basically, he's in he's his a, 20s or something at that point. Yeah, but basically, he's, they were like, oh, wow, this is an amazing bunker and everything else like that. And he's like, yeah, this is where my family used to live before they all got killed. Damn. Yeah, mm. so basically he has this completely negative outcome of the world and everything because he's tried to teach his kids, it's like, that world will eat you up. You don't understand. Yeah. And basically <laughs> what's happened is that Emma has gotten a message from inside the orphanage. It was hidden in the books by an author, um, and this person had basically left them uh, coordinates of where they need to go. And Emma decides to go off to these coordinates, um, but basically the older guy who later on comes back and then he finds out and asks them where they gone. He looks at the coordinates. He's like, Oh shit. She should have not gone there because the coordinates to our place called Goldie Pond. Goldie Pond is where the elite of the monsters have their own private hunting grounds. So So she wanders right in. Yeah. So she wanders right in there and it's built like a nice village and everything else like that. There's other kids and everything. And then suddenly the sound system starts blurring a nice happy song and the kid's like, you got to hide right now. They're coming for the hunt. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> it was a trap. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. That's when a lot of kids die. But like yeah, that's not the kids from play. the original farm. They're all from like all over the place. <laughs> the elite monsters hang out and hunt children. <laughs> yeah, because what's happened is that they've so, gotten bored of, you know, being fed people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. the best game is the smart game. Yeah. That's <laughs> where you come across one of the main ones, the big ones in the league, it's called Lewis, who's basically he's lived forever. So he really, really fucking intelligent monster when it comes to battle and everything. Yeah. Oh. And he just wants to fight, basically. He just wants a worthy challenge. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Well, that's a pretty recent uh, manga as well. That manga started, what, 2016 and it's still going? Uh, the anime yeah, came out twenty nine years old. Yes, a live live Nick and action. I started reading it pretty much when it started. The manga started coming out. Yeah, yeah about that was three yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. 
There's a live action slated for uh, 2020. Costa showed me that. Uh, you're the one who uh, originally showed me that anime. <gasps> and you're like, here, Carl, check this out. And I was watching it. And <laughs> I, I turned to Costa like, something really horrible is going to happen in this, isn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just yeah, like, I remember that. <laughs> something <laughs> terrible is going to happen to these children, isn't it? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. no, no, it, it's too cutesy, it's too peaceful, it's too nice at the start. I'm like, something really fucking horrible is going to happen to these children. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I don't want to spoil it any further, because as me and Costa were talking about reading it for it, it's been pretty much the best weekly manga we've read in the last three years. Damn. Oh, in, yeah. Each chapter, there's a new twist that you do not see coming, and it actually makes Hand- sense within the world and everything. Fuck. Hands down, yeah best manga that's come out in the last like three years okay easily it's crazy um so yeah there's also a live action coming out in 2020 oh is it oh god oh yeah i've seen like images of that i'm just like are they using japanese children as well when they're clearly european (laughs) no they're yeah they're using japanese like actors they like look like they're 18 or something (laughs) they've aged them up far too much yeah, they they yeah. have no idea. <laughs> no um, and idea. And also, in August 2019, it announced that the series has entered the climax of its final arc. The series? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the manga. The, the, the manga. manga's on its, on its ending at the moment. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, that's why we recommend reading it, because it's very bad to end soon. I didn't know Shonen Jump yeah. animes knew how to end. Um, <laughs> this is something. Oh new. yeah, they're trying something. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it Shonen Jump? Yes, uh, it's in yeah. Shonen Jump every week. Yeah. Okay, fucking hell. Which just uh, to, upon reading, I found out that Shonen it just is the demographic of what they want, which is the youths, male youths. Yeah, yeah, it's young young males like between eighteen and twenty five. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. knew that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then Seven is for older age groups. Yeah, that's why they have like Ultra Jump and all the other ones. Yeah, then there's different like publishers for that sort of stuff. That's beautiful, Ben. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 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 All right, I think it's a good time to go to the promos now. Uh, that's a good, a good time to go into the yeah. promo zone now. I, like that. I, th- I think you should just <laughs> yeah, leave with that. Um, it's a good time good to go into the... We all just get killed. It's a good time to shill out those toasters that we have for everybody. <clears throat> and for Come everyone playing your... at home, now is the perfect time to drink the Kool-Aid. Come party. Yes, drink that Kool-Aid and become one with them fancy dinosaurs. Yes, it's Jonestown 2.0. Let us go back to the oil <laughs> Oh, <together>. God. <laughs> please. <laughs> That's Especially that. you, Andrew. Andrew, be a trendsetter, please. Oh, yes. God damn it, Andrew. Every time. You're just disappointing, mate. Like your Andrew, parents, Andrew, Andrew. His parents are disappointed in him. His girlfriend's disappointed in him. Come on, man. Just... Get your life together. Buy something from them fancy dinosaurs. Yeah. Andrew's probably the kind of cult leader that would drink the Kool-Aid first and then all his followers would just not do it. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. This is dumb. (laughs) Promo's out. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real-life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. Hey everybody, this is Sedge. And this is King Kegel, aka Lightsaber Ninja. And we're two of the three hosts of Gaming Casual a gaming podcast where three idiots discuss games in the gaming industry casually. Sometimes we get along, sometimes we disagree, and sometimes we go on 45-minute rants about consoles that haven't released yet. Hey, 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 I'm innocent here. Bullshit. 
Check us out on Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes release every Thursday. And not for nothing, but every single person that listens to our podcast happens to be a genius and attractive. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoGuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and Parlay Points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And we're back from Woo! that spooky break. Remember to ah. get all those spooky deals. <laughs> My heart. We're not, sell- we're not selling anything. <laughs> Our only affiliate company we shut down. <laughs> shut down. The guy shut down. Spooky. Oh, West Coast Geek is dead. So wait, than, you mean uh, he's, now. his factory is now a g- g- ghost factory? Ha! <laughs> that is spooky. <laughs> Pretty much. He shut down. Uh, <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> Probably like three weeks ago. I forgot to tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got fleeced, bro. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're in trouble. Uh, well, uh, you still get stuff from uh, our merch store. Yes, that's Tea Public. Search for Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. Link in the description. We have so many good T-shirts and toasters. And we, we do not have toasters. Do you actually have toasters? No. Yes. I don't know where you put this from. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus points for submerging in water while plugged in. Yep. That's <laughs> exactly. Bonus life points. <laughs> Someone will do that and say, "Well, Dem Fancy Dinosaurs told me to do this." And then we'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to assume for people being idiots. No. no. Okay, uh, where were we before the break? We just talked about the promised Neverland and um, how terrifying that seemed. All right, guys, what other recommendations do you two have? I said Monster. Monster. Yes, that's right. Monster is a... Would you call it a horror? It is a horror. It's... It's, it's a thriller? mystery horror. Yeah, <sighs> but... What's the real difference between horror and thriller? Thriller is just a horror that's less supernatural themes, basically. You think? Or no, I don't... Or no supernatural themes. Whoa, I'm having a flashback, man. Have you guys yeah. seen that movie Deja Vu? I'm feeling like this is like... If we cut the part of Origin Sphere in film back... And listen to that, we'd have the exact same conversation. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Oh, we like, um... No, what what? We haven't convinced you that horror and thriller are pretty similar? Yeah, well, uh, I guess I'm actually just looking up the um the definition, all right? Of uh, horror. Uh, horror. Oh thriller. Ah. Yeah, it was the Michael Jackson album, remember? <laughs> Yeah, that's a spooky, spooky movie. So, a yeah, thriller a is about, um, it's a film, play, novel, book, with a plot typically involving crime or espionage. A tense thriller, like, it's something that goes wrong. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that it's espionage or... it. Well, monster is involving crime. Typically, yeah, it's involving it, it just crime, says typically involving crime. Okay, so horror stuff doesn't involve crime? No, it does. It's, no, yeah, but... Description is psychological thriller. Uh, yeah, I mean, psychological thriller is a different genre of its own. I've like found I, it classified as horror as well, horror mystery. Well, hmm. The thing is, I can appreciate so, where Carl's coming from, because the, the traditional definition of thriller, you know, is that, you know, the you know the kind of the cop thriller, but they're usually chasing down a serial killer. But I don't see too much difference between... But like, in this one, he is chasing down a serial killer. But the serial killer happens to be the next, you know, Hitler. So, you know, 
But I guess if you look at the definition of horror as well, it's anything that makes you feel uneasy and strange. Like those things can uh, espionage makes me feel uneasy and strange to a certain degree. I mean, I could have a Ruski living next door, man. That scares me. The reds, <laughs> they're everywhere. He could be making a Metal Gear. Maybe <coughs> I guess monsters well, are well, horrifying. The, the way so the way that I think okay, thrillers are designed, I feel like to make you sit on the edge of your seat. Thrillers make you sit on the edge of your seat. You're like, oh my god, what's going to happen? Where horrors, they typically make me look away. They ter- they they scare me. They're designed to horrify. And they, they they could be related. They could be related. Like definitely, they could overlap. But I don't think they are the same. I think you could have a well, thriller and think... not be a horror, and you could have a horror that isn't a thriller. Well, I've had overlapping themes. Yeah, I've had stuff that. Well, I've have monster that's been classified as a horror mystery, and we've have horror. We've have the same one as a psychological thriller. And yes, I would describe it as a psychological thriller, but I also think, you know, it's got some gruesome themes in it that, you know, could you could put to a horror. Yeah, well, that that's yeah. the thing. I, I guess, yeah, like, thrillers are more about the psychological part of your mind. It makes you think more, where horrors are just a... There's a lot of careless... Have- no, not careless. Uh, there's a lot of like, boo, boo, scary stuff. <laughs> no, I think I've, I've heard a lot of horrors that don't just have boo, scary stuff. It's I've. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I would class Gerald's game as a horror thriller. It's both. Yeah. But look. I think classifying it really. What's that, Costa? I was just saying, is it classifying it really the what we you know should be doing rather than just talking about? We should talk. We do whatever the fuck we feel like. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, would yeah. would knowing more about monster be more interesting than knowing if monster trying to classify as if, as if it's a horror or a thriller? I don't know, man. Or both. <laughs> Yeah, read monster. Yes. Read monster. Okay. Alright. <laughs> that's how society works, yes. That what are the other mangas to talk works. about in the meantime society though? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah, anyway. There's a lot of other Let's mangas talk- to read, like YouTube. Let's discuss what monster is first, right? Um, I don't know if uh, Nick and Nick, have you guys seen it or read the manga? Yeah, that's why I said read the manga. So you've you've read the manga? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. I haven't read the manga. I've seen the anime, so I'm not sure what the difference is. It's been um, a while. There's not. It's about there's two not years. Any, what was that, Nick? There's not really any much difference. Oh, there's yeah. not. You've read. Uh, you read and seen the both, Nick. Uh, Costa. I- yeah. There's not okay. really any huge differences in the. So it was a fairly decent. It was a well done adaptation. Like the animation was uh, well adapted <laughs> from the manga. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I think so. Okay. Cool. Um. Okay. So um, it starts off with a young Japanese doctor who moves to Germany because he's a very talented surgeon, right? And but the thing is, he wants to save people, but the politics of the medical industry starts to get into the way, right? Um, he has a huge conscience towards about what is actually happening within the uh, department, uh, within the medical uh, industry. So he thinks when people come in, they should be saved, no matter who they are. But there are times where, uh, like the very first time it hits, this guy comes in, he needs to be operated on, except this uh, wealthy person comes in uh, like an hour after him and Dr. Temer is pulled out of this other guy's surgery and is being put onto this other guy's surgeon surgery, right? Because he's just that good of a doctor. The uh, guy he was originally was working on, he died and the, the rich politician or whatever survived. So, but it was politics that basically pulled them towards that. 
and he hates that. And so he decided for himself, if uh, if he ever gets into a situation like that again, he's not going to do that. He'll just finish the operation that he is on. Um, there's another instance comes along that these twins, uh, this little boy was shot in the head and this little girl is traumatized by it. She has trauma. She's not speaking. And so they get brought in. And then after that, supposedly he's, go to work on the children but then this guy comes in that had a heart attack or something and dr timur is asked to go um perform surgery on him he refuses he performs surgery on the child the child survives and the guy dies um the hospital then what they do is they decide to um basically just shove Temur to the side he's just like listen you're now just, you're not going to do, ever be promoted to anything. You're just going to do surgery, shut up and work. That's it. And he's like, whatever. My life is ruined. He was actually uh, engaged to the, um, the president of the hospital's daughter or something like that. She decides the to, daughter. yeah, the chance daughter, she decides to dump him over somebody else and his life is totally ruined. The hospital decides to use the children as a media thing as well. So they're like, hey, look, we save children, blah, blah, blah. We're so good. Later on, the chairman and the three board members with him or whatever, they fucking die mysteriously, right? And the children disappear. The twins, they just disappear. Dr. Temmer is just like, the fuck just happened? He's now being promoted faster than Johnny Rico and goddamn uh, <laughs> Starship Troopers in this hospital. The um, the chairman's daughter that was originally engaged to him tries to get back with him, and he's like, nah, man, you broke my heart. And she's like, no. <laughs> and so years pass, right? And these murders start happening, right? And they start kind of happening around Tema. And eventually he comes across this person and he comes across the murderer and the murderer thanks him for saving his life as a child. <laughs> and so Dr. Temma is just like, the fuck did I do? So supposedly that child um, was one of the twins, the one that got shot in the head and he killed the people that him and his sister were staying with and then the sister shot him in the head because he's a fucking monster. And she got all traumatized by it. Um, so Temma decides to quit his job as the chairman of the hospital. Well, they start suspecting him at the oh, hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they suspect yeah. Temma of the murders, yeah. actually. Sorry. Yeah. They start suspecting him that he murdered them, and then he goes into hiding and is, like, being chased as, like, a... Fugitive. Like a criminal fugitive. Yep. Yeah. And so he and decides that he's well. going to kill Joseph. Is it Joseph? Johan. No, it's Johan. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Johan. He decides that he is going to take a life as a doctor. And the life that he will take is Johan's. So it's his journey going through this is this is all set in Germany, by the way. Um a Japanese guy in Germany. Yes. And th- yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. Then they always bring it up. So if they ever make a um, proper movie of monster, it needs to be a, a Japanese guy in Germany. <laughs> um, so yeah, he 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 goes after Johan, and but Johan is very fucking smart. He is a psychopath through and through. He does not care. Just from that time when he killed the guy. The very first time where he kills that guy in front of Temma and that guy was begging for his life, it was just haunting. So, yeah, Temma saves this like criminal guy that was working for Johan, but he didn't know it at the time. But um, he, the criminal guy thanks Temma. He's like, I'm going to change my life, blah, 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 whatever. And then he finds out that he was working for this other guy and he follows him. This situation happens where it's him johan and the guy he saved in this like construction yard 
and the guy is just begging for his life from Johan and then he turns to Tema and he's begging Tema to save him and Johan just shoots him in the head and it's just the most haunting scene and that's when Johan thanks Tema for saving his life <laughs> as a child <laughs> and it's just psychotic what do you think that is Nick from what I told you and he's supposed to be the next Hitler that's how it's oh like yeah yeah training. yeah yeah, he's he went to this school for like young boys that they were trained, like the Nazis are basically training them up to be another Hitler and manip- like manipulating people and psychotic and stuff like that. And then he killed killed everyone in that like Hitler house, you know, the the Hitler boarding school. Yep. <laughs> so he kills everyone there except his sister. Except his sister. <coughs> because he loves Hitler her. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it definitely is very cat and mousey. Because the only person that Johad will never kill as well is Temma. And his sister. And his sister. Tenma will not kill... Uh, I mean, Johan won't kill Tenma or his sister. Mm. And Johan is the only person Tenma wants to kill. Or or actually, not wants to, he has to kill. It, it's a really weird thing, isn't it? Johan will kill anybody. But yeah. yeah, Johan will kill anybody except Tenma. And Tenma will save everybody... And the only person he needs to kill is Johan. <laughs> yep. So go through. Yep. See, that's what I reckon as well. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's both, if everything. It's if actually anything. not that graphic. Do, do you find it graphic? Costa? Oh, I don't I know. It's, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's not. It's not. It's not tame, but it's not like the most graphic. It's not like a gore fest, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely not. But that's like you know, you could say the yes, the same about the movie. Uh, what is it? The Netflix series? Yes, is it or you? Sorry, you. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that. So you could say the same about that, where it's about, you know, like a person stalking someone and then, you know, trying to get into their lives and killing people around them to, to like, you know, you, it's a psychological thriller because you're in his head the entire time, but it's got themes of like horror in it where it makes you feel like, you know, scared for, you know, the person or the way that he acts and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know, it it really subjective because it's like things that things that freak me out are like psychological horrors because I'm just like I I know that people could actually act like this and that's what makes me scared when I watch other stuff where it's like creepy or surrealist and stuff like that you know it doesn't really scare me as much because I'm just like, yeah, that shit's, that's just not going to happen. That shit's only happening on like an, you know, acid trip. So. Hey all, it's Nick from Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. Unfortunately, at this point, this is where the audio cuts out. Uh, due to our online recording, Craig, he decided he didn't want to record anymore and stopped. And any subsequent audio we recorded could not sync up or it did not download everything. So, that's the end of this episode. Sorry. 50 episodes and we still make mistakes. Alright, well, don't forget to check us out on Twitter, or Instagram, and don't forget to bully us, because we made big mistakes. Okay, bye. Well, like I said, you would really enjoy, I think, Jinji Ito. Um, yeah. Even if you don't read the manga, like check out the anime. It doesn't have the same impact as the um, as the, the manga. manga, but it's still pretty good, I reckon. Like it's yeah. still really fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, I, I remember one of the other the stories on Juji Ito. There's this one where this guy is lost and this giant fucking bird thing comes to him and feeds him like body parts and stuff. And he's like, why are you doing this? But it's the only way he can survive. And, the, and this bird's just like fucking, you have to eat to live. It's like this big terrified demon looking bird. Turns out this bird is the angel of death. And <laughs> it was feeding him himself from the future. <laughs> so he was eating himself to survive. <laughs> and so later on, the angel of death comes for him <laughs> to kill him, to bring oh him, to, him to himself. <laughs> Ugh, that's just ultimate loop of doom. Right? Yeah. And he knows it's going to happen. He's just... It's fine. <laughs> I realize that a lot of Japanese manga don't are like they focus more on the gore than than anything else. Like only really Junji Ito does the surrealist as much, and then I guess Pumpkin Night. But yeah, most yeah. of them are just like gore fests. Yeah, that's well, what you got to tell us about. Uh, Pumpkin like Night. Uh, yeah, like yeah, Dead Tube. Dora Yugi and Mokio uh, Gokuka, or in other words, Attack of Cock. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the the God's Will. Um, yeah, I know the the one you're talking about. I guess another psychological one would probably be Monster. Oh, if yeah. you want to go like yeah. psychological horror, yeah, because that's like that you is. Know. I don't know why we haven't mentioned Monster yet. That that is hands down my favorite, and like I think. Monster taking out any bias that I have towards any other anime, I think Monster is like the best anime of all time. Right. Hands down. Like that's just I reckon it's just beautifully made. Yeah, well, like he's a up and coming world renowned brain surgeon that like everyone likes and, um, you know, there should be one that they just talk about like weird manga like that um ah uh, for for two room for two yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking teen crumpets oh. yeah that's just 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 for that alone and because it has probably one of the best editorial responses as well it's just like yeah I know it's not <laughs> what they're saying or anything but you know what I'm doing this for free so you get to jerk off and make no complaints all right. Yeah, basically. He goes just being... The the main character goes from just being like, uh, you know, just a nerd, basically, just living his daily life. And then this, like, slut just starts going, oh, shit on a stick, you know? This oh, better be a live prank. Crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cat. If so, they caught me red-handed. Uh, we're talking about this manga where basically, yeah, as we were talking about, it's like about this guy at a salary job and he gets, runs into this whore out of nowhere where he gets into this amazing sex relationship with her and everything. But the guy that's like translating this- it, Nico, is just, he just can't be bothered doing it properly. So he just throws it like British accent for the whole thing. Yeah, Britpong. <laughs> yeah, it's just like she got ants in her pants or something and then an egg falls out of her vagina. What? And it's just like that just fall out of her crotch. It fell yeah, out right in cooch. front of me eyes. Don't from mind if I do. Cooch. Can't believe she <laughs> took it without thinking. <laughs> what to do? Do I give it back? Do I return it? Hey, wait a moment. Oh my god! Can't believe this girl's fit is fit as a pervert. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you, oh fuck, fuck me sideways. Why did I pick this up? This bobo is it yours? <laughs> it's huh? just, uh this this translation is just. It's at that level of that um that other horror, what was that horror anime Which where story? they couldn't be fucked? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Ghost that stories. level of translation. Yeah, it's that level of translation of like, can't be fucked. But it's amazing at the same time. That's insane. Yeah. What was <laughs> that like one where he's just having sex with her and he's just like, God save the queen? Yeah, before he ejaculates. Oh, yeah, God save the queen! Butter me biscuits. Butter. I'm gonna butter your crumpet tonight. <laughs> crumpets with the, it. It kind of reminds me of um, 
And she always has these, like, evil looks on her face before she, like, does something because she's psychotic. Yeah. 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 A a phony British accent reminds me of uh, JoJo's the first season when he got, like, Vash the Stampede doing, like, a shitty British accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's his hormone. Oh, no. He actually rapes her at the start. He actually, she actually rapes him at the start. Just like, oh, there's no getting out of this one. Even if you do, I'll scream that you bl- raped me, bloody. And she's like, what the fuck, lady? What are you doing here? And then she like starts screw pulling you just as hard as Brexit screwed the UK. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? This. Someone's giving him a call, and uh, like uh, people walk into the toilets, and it's like, oh no way, Ricky's getting hitched. It's like, I wonder if a warrior would back me up in this situation. What do I say when there's a gob on me knob? Phew, oh love, what a big load! I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> Come on, ram me with your rod. Finish the job. Just don't go. In, just don't. Just don't go to Brown Town. <laughs> you know, do you know what? If you refuse. 